Shut up, Jackson. What's up, everybody, and welcome into episode 52 of the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about one winner and one loser. Those teams would be the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. You know which is which. I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts, I should say, Oscar Barkas. And I'm your other host, Sam McFadden. Oscar, we've got quite an exciting pod this week, is how I'll phrase that. I have been brimming to talk to you. I didn't want to talk too much on Sunday because, you know, emotions were still very much raw. Oscar pantsed me during the game. No, that's not true. But uh, we'll get into plenty of analysis. All right, fine. I didn't pants him, but I did tabletop him. You did tabletop me. I I still don't know how he managed to be both behind, on his hands and knees behind my legs and pushing me over himself. But... That's what happens when your team curb stomps your friend's team. We did get curb stomped. The the Texans killed us by 20 points. And we will talk about it plenty. We will. Once we get to we the Jaguars-Texans. Yeah. And I'm not sure you're going to love my dissection of the game. Oh, uh, well, there's plenty, plenty of luck well, involved. Plenty yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But first, let's hop into some quick questions. You first for me. Mine's pretty simple. We are three weeks into the seasons. We've had, seen some very high highs and some very low lows for some teams. Oh, yeah. Who are your inner circle teams right now? Of one of these guys is winning the title this year. It could be four or five teams, whatever the number is. Who are the guys you're like, yeah, they can win a title this year? So I think my three from the NFC are still set. I don't think there are any teams from the NFC that have impressed me, and none of those three teams have failed me enough, although the Cowboys did. The Cardinals game didn't dissuade you? You still think that? Okay. No. Okay. I think that. There are some negative takeaways for the Cowboys from that game, for sure. You lost to the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. But I think that they're still in the inner circle of contenders. Yep. And so those three teams, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, set. Cool. What about the AFC? AFC, Chiefs, Dolphins. Okay. And I'll say Bills. I'll do three for Bills each conference. In. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think I said two weeks ago or a week ago the Bills were out for me until they proved me otherwise. Okay. So my inner circle is very similar to yours. I think that the Niners and the Chiefs and the Dolphins are the three shoe-ins. For and sure. And the, the, Chiefs, the, and the Chiefs are the ones who get in based off of pedigree. Yeah, have not, to. Not what they've done this season. But there's not, the Niners and the Dolphins have given me no reason to believe that they're not absolute world beaters. Um, the Eagles get in there. A lot of it's based off of pedigree. I think that I've seen some warning signs throughout all three games this season. Absolutely. They're super, that they're weaker than they used to be. The Cowboys are in there. Terrible week against the Cardinals. But as we are made aware every single year, like... Good Any team, given Sunday. Good teams lose to bad teams really frequently. Like, it happens... Well, we see it once a week, at least. Happened twice um, last week. Yeah, happened at least twice last week. Um, so, those five are in there. The Bills are not for me. They still haven't proven done the proven otherwise yet. Fair. They play the Dolphins this week. They do. That's going to be a huge one. If they win that game, I'm, full, I'm back. I'm, I'm yeah. in. 
Their but defense, that won't knock the Dolphins out. Mm, probably not. Who Depends knows? Who what knows what the game goes? But um, what I will say is the the Bills defense has impressed me better than I thought it was. But they still way better than I they still haven't proven that to me. So it's really just those five guys right now. Fair. Um, you got a quick question for me? I do. Similar. I was going to frame this as name the five best defenders in the league, but let's go most impactful because there can be best defenders at corner, safety, whatever, but I think most impactful is pretty much defensive line. Yeah. But you can you yeah. can name... Well, I just think that defensive line is much more consistent year to year. We've already seen it with Sauce. Like Sauce is not playing to the level he did last year. Yeah. And he probably will do that at some point again, but it's Absolutely. just kind of up and down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it kind of goes down to the, the defensive line. The names that come to mind are Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, uh, J- uh, TJ Watt, yeah. and I'm going to go with Chris Jones. Okay. So, in my mind, there were six clear names. Sure. Those five, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald still looks just as good as he always has. Aaron Donald's great. Aaron Donald gets knocks for two reasons. Okay. The main one being, well, one reason. One reason is I think that as the season progresses, those five guys I mentioned will be on more, let's say, influential teams in the NFL. And I, the Rams, I'm just not so sure. I still don't yeah. believe them. Yeah, same. and so Aaron same. Donald, as important as he is, and he might be, uh, he might be more important than one of those guys because he's kind of one of the only guys on the defense. But he gets those knock, he gets that knock from Aaron, Fair. so he knock him out of it. If I had to keep, cut one of those six guys, I'm cutting Donald. I think I'm with you, but it's it's hard. And Chris I, Jones gets the, the gets the step up because he's on the Chiefs, and yeah. because it's you know, yeah, he'll be a reason they win the Super Bowl. If they do. <clears throat> yep. Those six guys, though, I think are clear in a way. Like, this, the gap between one to six is minuscule, and the gap between six to seven is a pretty good jump. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. All right. News and notes. No, no, no. Hot takes. Oh, it's a new bit. hot Remember. takes. You're right. Yeah. Hot takes. You got some reactions? Something off the dome for us? I am ready to call CJ Stroud the best quarterback in Texans history. You have already multiple times. I have. You said it uh, uh, quite a few times. I have. Um, he's not. Obviously not. There are two guys, <laughs> one of which doesn't need to be named, the other is Matt Schaub, who have played like top five NFL quarterbacks for multiple, multiple years. seasons. Yeah. So they're that. Yes. However,. I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I have to. That's do fine. That. You're that's that's fine. And he's he's again. Once we get to the Texans, we'll talk all about CJ Stroud. Yeah. There's plenty to say, but he's been incredible. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm very excited for you, and you're obviously very excited. <laughs> My two cents. He's not yeah. the best quarterback in Texas history yet. He could be. Yeah. That's a great thing to say. It's a low bar. It's a low bar. Sure. It's a lower bar than most franchises. Almost yeah. any other franchise. Yeah. Um, well, Trevor Lawrence is already the best quarterback in Jags history. Blake Bortles exists. Oh, how did I forget about the boat? Uh, let's see. Two quarterbacks have taken us to a conference championship before. And he's not one of them. Blake Bortles, Mark Brunel. <laughs> so there's some greatness to overcome. Okay? 
Just putting that out there. Um, My hot take for the week will be... Um, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride the Colts because I'm I'm just high on them right now. Because I one of my hot takes going into the games last week was that the Colts beat the Baltimore Ravens. It was. And what do you know? Matt Gay, goddamn. What do you know? And that was his Gardner Minshew. Two hundred yards of kicking. Yeah. Yeah. On made field goals. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. If you don't like that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You're, not a, you're not a football enjoyer. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the documentary on, yeah, on, my, on Matt Gay's 50 yard field goal game. Um, but anyway, my hot take will be that the Colts are a playoff team. So that means that they win the AFC. South. No, uh, my my hot take is that they that they lose the AFC South and make the playoffs. Okay. The AFC South is going to have it's gonna one be, playoff. It's going to be gross. Because it's going to be a team like the Ravens that gets that misses it for a team like the Colts. Someone's going to miss it like that. Or the Chargers. One of these teams that were like, oh, they're playoff teams. Chargers, Baltimore, yeah, they're playoff teams. No, Colts make it. There's only going to be one AFC South playoff team. Colts, Colts win nine games, and they have the tiebreaker over the Ravens. They get it. Oh, God. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. Okay. All right. I like it. I might write that one down. I've got some Sam hot takes in my phone somewhere. <laughs> I um, only ever remember the ones that I get right, so there goes that. But Colts, playoff team. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right, my other – I had another one on mine. If you have another one, great. If not, no worries. Mm-hmm. We can move on. The Trevon Diggs injury may be the most impactful – like losing him may be the most impactful loss the Cowboys could face outside of Micah Parsons, of course. On defense. Total. Or on the team. Total. Outside of, I mean, they have a quarterback. They do. And you're saying Trayvon Diggs, if we were missing Dak, we'd be better than if we were missing Trayvon Diggs? I think so. I disagree. Fair. That's a hot take. It's a hot yeah, take. Yeah, it's a hot take for a reason. That's a hot one. The secondary looked lost man oscar barkas closeted dak hater i'm not dak, you know dak you, hater you know how much i love dak and this is probably a bad hot take but the secondary looked so bad on yeah Sunday. they'll be fine i i think so you have michael parsons so that is all you need to have a top half defense sure Josh Dobbs had those guys lost. Fairless wonder. Yeah. The Charlie V of the NFL. Many are calling him. Everyone knows when you're looking out for the quarterback, you look for their hair. Ain't got no hair. What do you, it's like a ghost out there. He's invisible. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's move on to news and notes. News and notes. I'm trying to think of the big news. Uh, I mean, the biggest stuff is outside of football. Yeah. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck now. Yeah. It's really Huge cool. blockbuster trade. Um, he went to Milwaukee. The uh, the Blazers, the main piece they got were Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. The Phoenix got some stuff, including Nurkic. Um, that's, 
that's good for them, I suppose. But um, Damian Lillard is now in Milwaukee. And the biggest thing for that, for me, is that I get to let... I, I have gone over to Miami Heat Twitter multiple times. It's hilarious. To just drink in the tears. They're so angry. Well, they were so confident that they were getting him. Our package was better than theirs. Clearly not. Anyway, uh, yeah. Even if it was, he didn't get him. So oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Wyatt did just text me saying that saying that losing Trevon being more impactful than losing Dak was a Stephen A take, and that is exactly why it was in the hot take section. It's a hot take for a reason. Overreaction central, baby. I just said that the Colts were going to knock the Ravens out of the playoffs. And they will. <laughs> Gardner Minshew's looked pretty good through a game and a half. Just putting that out there. Um, other than that, there no, news and notes. Um, unless there's some major injury that we are missing on the football field, which I don't think there was, the only other thing to really talk about is the uh, the seventy point game that the Dolphins had on the Broncos' head. They dropped a fifty burger in point differential on the on Sean Payton and the Broncos' head, which was lovely. There were two fifty burgers. Sunday. It was awesome to watch Sean Payton's presser afterwards he's so mad i did not watch that he's I so should. mad just drink it in it's incredible remember that the broncos traded a first and a second for mm-hmm. sean payton yep it's... go watch go watch his presser and then go watch home team <laughs> don't watch home team run away from home team it is the worst movie i've ever watched and i've watched grown-ups too yeah which is terrible which is bad yeah i think Grown Ups 2 references on this podcast over under five episodes. Well, I've said this before. My dad has walked out. My dad is a, is a uh, he doesn't criticize movies super often. And we walked out of Grown Ups 2 and he said, and he stopped me and he said, I think that was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Yep. So, low bar. Um, but yeah, incredible. So, the Broncos had, in some metrics, the best defense in the NFL last year. Yep. Sean Payton gets the job and says, see a Giro Evero. And Giro Evero could not even find a head coaching job after that. Yep. Is made the the lateral move. He's the defensive coordinator for the Panthers. Yep. And now they have maybe the worst defense in the league. Yep. Vance Joseph. <laughs> I like to imagine that it has more to just do with Sean Payton. Just yeah, my I mean, my anti Sean Payton ad- agenda requires it. I mean, it is his fault. He had a proven defensive coordinator on that roster. He could have kept him. Yep, should have. Because not that defense hasn't changed that much, barely at all. Barely at all. Um, the yeah. Broncos are so bad. Here's the deal. They're about to play the Bears. Yeah, battle of the 0-3. So yeah. two 0-3 matchups this week. Yep, which is so sad because we want as many 0-blank teams as possible. Here's um, the deal. What if both tie, both games end in ties? That'd be awesome. Unprecedented. <laughs> uh, Broncos-Bears is going to be a must-watch for me. Yeah, it's tough um, because I think, well, the Jags the morning game. Yep. Ah, we could... We, might, we, can, we can turn around for a little Cowboys bit. are at three, so so we only have... I need to see the Battle of Men. Yeah. My my agi- my hate agendas are off the charts for this game. Sean Payton, Justin Fields. It's incredible. It fuels me. 
So, by most, I mean, statistical measures and just, like, efficiency metrics. Sure. Russell Wilson has been a fine quarterback this year. He is far from the worst of their problems. By fantasy, he's been pretty good, too. Well, fantasy is one thing, but yes, he he has been a fine quarterback. Yep. The defense. If there was one thing in this, coming into this season that I was like, okay, the Broncos are going to be fine at, defense. Nope. Here we are. And Russ is going to take the blame for this because he was so bad last year and they traded so much, signed him to this big deal, whatever. Yep. He may get benched for this, and then we're going to see Jarrett Stidham lose out the rest of the way because Sean Payton... And may... which, first, which first pick did they give up for him? Is it this year's? This year. Oh, no, it's the pick that they got for Bradley Chubb. Never mind. Okay, because I was about to say, if the Saints get an incredibly high first-round pick for this, it's just be this most Saints thing in the world. No, I think it was... I think they used the pick already, but... Okay. Well, anyway, it was incredible to watch. We should talk more about basketball. We rarely talk about basketball. Sure. Dame and Giannis is going to be so cool. I may... They may become my bandwagon East team, just because... I want to watch as much of that as I can. I'll watch it, I'm sure, by my own rules. They can't, they're out of the running for my bandwagon team. My bandwagon team cannot possibly be that good. That's just not allowed. Yeah, I mean... It goes with me rooting for any team. I can't root for a team that's like a fucking powerhouse, you know? That's fair. That's fair. By all means, go for it. It's going to be a fun season if you're a fan of them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be a fan. Like, the two teams that I'm fans of are the Spurs and the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. It's just team that I'm going to watch a lot is, sure. is more what I meant. Sure. Because that team is going to be... Give me my Knicks games. Oh, God. Give me my Jalen Brunson Knicks games. They're going to trade for Drew Holiday. Maybe. They might. Brunson, Holiday, a little backcourt. Little, uh... Could be fun. They don't need him. little 45-win team right there. Okay. Try 55. Try 65. Actually, no ceiling to this team. Go Knicks. <laughs> 74 wins. Break the record. Steph Curry who? Golden State Warriors who? Okay. Kevin Durant's a Nick next year. Hot take. Because they win so many games. Knock oh. the Suns out of the... Knock, kill the Suns in the finals. Win the title. Kevin Durant go, requests a trade there. Okay. Add that to the hot take on <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk football. <laughs> let's jump into some Jaguars Texas stuff. Would you like to meet? Would you like me to take the reins here? Or yeah, you, you go first. You okay. First. Here's the deal, guys. I thought about this a lot. I put a lot of thought into this. I don't know. Really, know where to start and where to end. Like, end, but this might be a bit of a rant here. Um, we lost by 20, 37 to seventeen to. The Texans this week, obviously, as you guys saw it. And I'm just going to kind of run through the game here from a Jacksonville perspective because, in my opinion, a lot of this loss had to do with how poorly we played as opposed to how great the Texans played. Oh, and I want to be clear. And I want to be clear that the Texans actually blew me away in this game and they played really well, Cedar Shamus especially. And we'll get to that on the Texans side of things. I'll have some praises to give, I promise. I appreciate it. But. Most of this game comes down to how poorly we played. Yeah. And if we play as... And I'm going to get through it, but if, if we play as poorly as we did in this game, we lose to almost anyone in the league. Yes. 
like we lose to the Cardinals, we we the Bears would probably put up a good fight against us if we play like this. Let's jump into it. So the Texans start with the ball, whatever. We have a three and out. That's fine, whatever. Our first drive, we almost go nowhere with it, but we're in field goal range. We miss a field goal. That's yeah. shooting our, shooting ourselves in the foot, number one. Yeah. Barry McManus missed a field goal. I don't remember how far it was from. 48 yards. So kind of far. He hits those. He makes those. There's a reason he's been in the NFL for 15 he years. He hits those. You miss a field goal, no points on the board. Shoot yourself in the, in the foot. First drive in a row. The Texans get a touchdown. And I'll get into how our defense played in a second. But the Texans get a touchdown. We're down 7-0. We come back. We have to punt the ball. This is, this is the drive where Tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence trips Travis Etienne in short yardage. Stops our drive. Yeah. He would have gotten it. Wouldn't have got a first down. And who knows? Maybe they stop us on the next set of downs. But we stopped it. That's second. Shoot yourself in the foot. Two drives in a row. Down to seven. start the game. First two drives. We get you guys to punt on the next one. Maybe there's some momentum coming. We drive down the field. Great drive. 11, 11, this, it's telling me 11 plays, 50 yards. This ends up being the block field goal that Will Anderson blew up, which is awesome. That's yep. all you guys. However, the only reason we were kicking the field goal in the first place, what do you know? Calvin Ridley drops a 30-yard touchdown. He did do that. Share ourselves three drives in a row to start the game. Yep. And we made a couple of stops early on. You guys got a touchdown on the first and then or on the second and then the fourth drives. Now we're down 14 0. We've shot ourselves in the foot every chance we get. Momentum is nowhere. Yeah. And for the rest, I mean, the next couple of drives are just, you know, our defense, you, both our defenses stopped us, whatever. Jamal Agnew has a, fum, has a fumble on the last drive of the half. You guys get the ball back, get a field goal. 17 0 going into half. Worst case scenario. This team just like I'm already I'm in a very bad mood. We've done nothing. We did nothing good at all no. in the first half. No, our defense wasn't even looking that good. We come out of this. We come out in the second half, and this was the only good portion of the game. We rattle off ten points against you guys, and I once we kicked that field goal seven to go seventeen to ten. I, I mean, you can speak. You're the Texans fan. But I think every Texans fan watching it, that game was probably getting a little nervous. I thought we were like, going to lose the game. Holy shit, yeah. like, here they come. Like, here Seven, it comes. 17-0, like, I was like, oh, we got it. And then it was 17-10, and I was like, yeah. well, here we go. We Texans. scored 10 points, and you guys' drive was four plays, two yards. Yeah. So we, like, it was like, okay, boom, 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 there we go. And what do you know? We shoot ourselves in the foot again. That Immediately after that is when we when you guys have a kickoff return for a touchdown from your fullback. Full and if you will, again, we'll talk about the defensive effort in this game. But if you watch that play specifically, leaving out the fact that there were three guys that tried to tackle him before he even started moving, so he's not even a moving target. Yeah, and they just jumped all three at the same way. Instead of their body hitting his body, they jumped and put their hands on him, which is just what are we doing? And then you'll, I'll talk about Andre Cisco specifically uh, in a second. But it, like the effort on that play from half the Jags team. To try and chase him down, non-existent. Yes. There's about two people trying to chase him down. I will say, fastest moving fullback speed in the last 10 years. Okay. How many how many plays with a fullback have has he had to run 70 yards? <laughs> Zero. So, I don't know. Cool. I agree. 21 miles an hour. That's very fast. That's very fast. <laughs> Someone could have chased him down. Yes. If they... If, the, the whole team hunter could have chased him down. So the effort was terrible on the play. Shit herself in the foot. The momentum, gone. Gone. 
And after that, I mean, we don't have to go through the rest of the game. The rest of the game, you know, it's it's gotten away from us at this point. Yeah. By the by the point that had happened, it was the fourth quarter. Yeah. The lots of stuff happened after that that just at that point yeah. didn't matter anymore. When um, when you brought it back within a touchdown, the momentum was back on your side for oh yeah. sure and immediately swung back. Right. So offensively still tons of issues. Yes. And just just this team just can't get it outside of it out of its own way. Yeah. Um, we shot ourselves in the foot every chance we had. Yes. Until it was too late. Until it didn't matter. And I mean we after that stuff, Trevor Lawrence had an interception. Bad throw. Straight, yeah. He was straight even, to the defender. He didn't even see the linebacker, and yeah. Will Anderson was right in his face, and that dude's scary. But right, but like mistake after mistake after mistake. The point is, we were our own problem here. Yeah, and like I said earlier, we would have lost to dang near anyone last week. You would have lost to Davis Mills starting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then defensive. I was really high on the defense coming off the, that Chiefs game. I thought we played really well. Yeah. And I was scared. Nothing. Our our secondary, the Oof. effort. I mean, effort wise, the secondary there was no effort. Tank Dell, on his long touchdown, yeah. Andre Cisco was supposed to cover him. He was. Didn't even try. Didn't even try. Yeah. Like I urge you guys to go back and watch that play. Like he did. He did not try. Um. At all. Earlier in the game, on uh, like on the first touchdown, to, he gets tackled on the one yard line, long play to set up Damian Pierce's touchdown run. Tank Dell again, who had a great game. Love to see it. Love Tank Dell. Um, he was surrounded by three. There were three defenders around him. But if you watch that play, not one of them has put himself into position to make a play, and he's in the middle of all of them and just catches an open ball in the middle of the three of them. Yeah. Which tells me, if there are three guys surrounding you, one of them has to have played well enough to where they can get a hand, not even on the ball, just in Tank Dell's face somewhere. Yeah, yeah. None of them, none of them are, are set to go for a ball or anything like that. Terrible play. Good play by Tank Dell. Good catch. But just no effort whatsoever. So, it was a bad week. You got... Uh, CJ was pressured... I think on 40% of plays. Yeah. Should have been a lot more considering our offensive line. For sure. And you got zero sacks and zero quarterback hits. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Absolutely. With your defensive line. We've talked about it. We've talked about it week after week how banged up you guys' zone line is. Um, we should have been hitting home a handful of times. I don't least. get. There were not very many blitzes run. No. no. And to be fair. C.J. Stroud has played well against the Blitz so far, yeah. but he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. That guy gets scared early in the game. It's a whole different ballgame. I, I would have not... loved to see them bring the pressure really hard, really fast early in the game. Didn't happen. So um, we can talk about Texans now, but the gist of it is I, my opinion of this team hasn't changed much about our ceiling. And we've no. seen it. It's the same team What's that was so out right? there last week. We just added Calvin Ridley, really. Yeah. It's really the only major change. And we lost Jermaine Taylor, but the talent lot drop there isn't that huge. Nope. Um, by any means. Um, I've said that plenty. We, uh, <laughs> we just... One thing does remain the same. And this uh, bodes poorly for both of us. 
the Jaguars at the end of the day are still the Jacksonville Jaguars. And when I say that, there's only a couple fan bases in the league that can feel that pain. Yep. Texans being one of them. Yeah. A couple of, maybe the Browns and the Jets Bears, and the Bears. The the, yeah, yeah. Those six teams. Those six really. teams. And what I mean by that is, no matter what nice thing we find, yeah. we find a way to ruin it. Yeah. Or if we don't ruin it, something else happens. Something else happens. Always. <laughs> and so, we're still the Jaguars. So, speaking to that, I am terrified for this game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because we know what we have in CJ. He is a found generational quarterback. From what we've seen from him, he yeah. is He's a great the best quarterback in his class. Yep. The best quarterback of last class. Yep. That was a bad class anyway. Yeah, it was. And the best quarterback of the class before outside of Trevor Lawrence. Right. So he, I mean, from what we've seen, he is a phenomenal quarterback and yet we are playing I sorry I have to look at this he is playing with his line or uh, left tackle three yeah god where is it his left guard three his center three starting right guard his right tackle two yeah because, and this is news that we didn't talk about, uh, the Texans' left tackle, the second-string left tackle, who we traded for close to the start of the season, Josh Jones, yep. is missing Sunday as well, mm-hmm. along with Laramie Tunsil, who may go, go on the injured reserve at this point. He's missed yep. three games in a row, and it's not progressing. Yep. He may go on injured reserve. And we play T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. On Sunday. Who are pretty good at football. Maybe the best defensive end pairing in the league. I think they probably are. They're up there. We know what we have in CJ. People are calling for us to sit him, which not is ridiculous. Him. Which is ridiculous. Him. They're not going to sit him. They shouldn't sit him. No. I mean, every snap he takes right now is valuable. Yeah. I'm going to be watching, like, clenching on every play because they are going to be teeing off on my beautiful baby boy. Yep. So, Texan's going to Texan, I guess. Um, We get, we should get Juice Scruggs and Titus Howard back next week. Yeah. Which will be a huge boost. I think... We've been playing Jarrett Patterson, who was, again, our, our third-string center. We took him in, like, the fifth or sixth round for the first, now, four weeks of the season. And he and CJ have developed rapport mm-hmm. to the point where I think Juice Scruggs slots in as our left guard. Okay. I think that you don't want to mess up any... Unless... unless I, there's stuff that we don't know about, which of course there is. I okay. My I disagree. If here's the, uh, my it all comes down to is Juice Craig, Do they think Juice Craig's is significantly better than Patterson? Then Slotterman. It's been three games. Slotterman. Slotterman. Fair. Um, Fair. Patterson has been our highest graded lineman so every week so okay. far. Um, him and Shaq Mason are pretty much our only two good ones. Sure. And. 
I think the chemistry, we've talked about it before the season, going into the season with a rookie center, with a rookie quarterback, yep. was a bold move. We had no other choice. I think that if there is a chemistry there, and he's obviously been playing well enough, there's a good chance Juice comes in as our left guard, which again, is fine. That's our offensive fine. line is going to get better. Yeah. Either way, one of them is playing center and one of them is left guard, right. regardless. Right. That will be a huge help moving forward. We still play the Steelers this week. And like you said, the Jags, us beating the Jags, especially by 20, was way more the Jags doing than the Texans doing. I still think coming off that game, we can beat the Steelers. Oh, my God. Anyone, uh, well, not anyone. Anyone who can put points on the board, which is the Texans can't put points on the board, can beat the Steelers. Exactly. That's just how it works. Exactly. Their offense is terrible. Their offense is terrible. And our defense looked a lot better this week. Again, Jaguars. Our defense has Jalen Petrie coming back, so we've got our starting safeties both back for the first time this year. Yep. Uh, Willie Anderson is looking better and better. I believe he's like second in pass rush, pass rush win rate so far. Crazy. Um, our defense is going to play well on Sunday. I think that playing against... The Steelers' defensive line with this shoddy offensive line is going to be the first time this season where we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And CJ's already taken 11 sacks. But I'm concerned. Certainly not putting your best foot forward in this game. And we've seen it this season already that Steelers' defense has already won them games. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably won them all. The, the two, but the Texans, won. the Texans have surprised me before. So, yeah, and I think I mean our, even saying that our offense is going to put points on the board, but I'm still nervous as hell for CJ. Like I think right. that we'll score. I mean, there is a high likelihood that one of Tank Dell or Nico Collins breaks open for a long touchdown because they've done it every week so far, right? Or the past two weeks. And the Steelers' secondary is not good. Yep. But there is there's a lot of concern going into this week, especially considering now we know what we have in CJ. Yeah. You're going to throw a deep touchdown, you need at least three seconds to throw the ball. Can they give him three seconds? I hope so. Maybe. I hope so. Um, Speaking more on C.J. Stroud, he is now third all-time in passing yards through his first three career games. Yep. That list, I believe, goes Cam Newton, Justin Herbert, C.J., Mahomes, Luck. Yep. So that, good list to be on. That is really it's good always, It's always funny that Cam Newton's number one on the list, though. Man, he was always so funny. good that rookie season. Yeah, yeah. And just he just had struggles passing the ball later in his career. He just, yeah, just silly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, let's do. Let's do. Let me. I'll do a little CJ Stroud section. Yeah, here, you go for it. I just I mean, gave him he's, plenty. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. He's been truly phenomenal, and uh, I think that I agree with Oscar when he says that he's the best quarterback drafted in the last three years outside of Trevor Lawrence, um, and I think that right now he's playing at a he's elevating the guys around him which is what you expect from a guy who's been 
playing league for a while. And the fact that he's been doing it two, three weeks into the, his first season is phenomenal. Um, regardless of how bad the Jaguars played, when you play a team that plays horribly like the Jaguars did, you're supposed to fucking kill them. And the Texans killed them. So you at least you have that. If we had played maybe the worst game of our entire season and you guys win by a field goal, okay. Yeah, you feel bad. Much worse. You feel yeah. much worse. Yeah. You kill a team like that, great. You're yeah. supposed to do that. Um, so I think the Texans are maybe the team that I've that I've gone up and down on the most this season <laughs> because after week one, I, I mean, I spoke about it on this podcast how worried I was about them and stuff like that because they think the Ravens did not play well at all week one. They did not. Um, and then week two, losing to the Colts and stuff like that. But now, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm much higher on them now. And, um, I don't and that's s- all CJ. Yeah, and it's a lot, almost all of it has to do with CJ. Some of it has to do with the receivers. I've been very, very impressed with them. Um, I have not seen, I mean, Will, outside of Will Anderson, I would love to see more from the defense. Part of that has to do with injuries and stuff like that. And a part of, part of the annoying part of this Texan season is the first eight weeks might be a little rough outside yeah. of this week. We just saw because again, super injury riddled. Yeah. Um, but and now seeing our ceiling. Yeah. Imagining how good we could be with a healthy team. I'd love to hear what if if I'd love to hear um, if you guys came into the season fully healthy, no injuries on the team, uh-huh. just like at all. Yeah. If you had a fully healthy team, guaranteed seventeen games. What's you guys' record in your mind? Eight and nine or nine and eight. And I still, even with all these injuries, think that we should win six games. I'm still going to take the under. Okay, that's fine. Mainly mainly because you guys are the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's And fair. as I mentioned with the Jaguars, the Houston Texans are the Texans Houston Texans. Texans are going to Texan. Yeah. So, but we're getting people back healthy. And yes, CJ will hit a slump at some point because... Every player in the NFL does. And you assume that he has to. He will. He will. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that now. Sure. He, I said this coming to last week, He there's a, all the likelihood in the world that he throws two or three interceptions on Sunday. There is. He'll because, have a game like that at some point. Yeah. Because he's been, knock on wood, he hasn't thrown an interception yet. Yep. He's been lucky to have that happen. He should have had one. Devin Lloyd it, hit his hands. Yeah. He should have had at least one on Sunday. Yeah. So he's going to have a slump game, even with all the injuries. Our our schedule is so easy. It is, truly. It is so easy. We play a lot of really bad teams. So I think that we can win six games. Uh, we should win six games. I would... Well, I hesitate to do this because it's your team, and I don't want to root against the Texans too hard, but I'd, I'd put money on it against you. Really? Five versus six, or like... Five or fewer versus six and greater. I'll bet you, I don't know, five bucks. Yeah, let's, let's put right, five dollars. Right now. <laughs> I'll Go try podcast, to. podcast, bet. Go podcast. Um, yes, but as we stated, as I stated, week over week over week, the only thing that matters in this season is how good Cedar Shout is. Yeah. The only thing that matters in that big old trade, how good Cedar Shout is. Yes. Cedar Stroud looks like it's not going to matter. That trade's not going to matter. Because if he's good as he's looked the first three, week, and the I, first three yeah. weeks, and again, 
And again, here's here's my one tidbit of let's pump the brakes is we've seen him through three games. Yep. And I hate and I hate I hate I hate I hate when people make assumptions based off their games. Here we are doing it. Yeah. And I don't think that we're I don't think that we're wrong here, but we've been wrong before. We have. You're and, right. And so um, that's my only pump the brakes. Um, any last thoughts on the Texans? Yeah, I mean, I think you were right to take that bet, but even so, we give, I, I said it last week, before we put the whooping on the Jags, even if we give a top five pick to the Cardinals, it'll be okay as, as long as he keeps up this play. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one thing I failed to mention with the Jaguars that I just wanted to slide in here, Yeah. Um, you probably heard it. I, I, I heard this bit of information on the Ringer Fantasy Football Podcast. The Jaguars have the most points lost through dropped passes. Yes. Through the beginning of the season. Yes. And by a long shot. By a lot. And we, um, I cannot remember. It was either twenty one or twenty seven point or not. It was either fourteen or twenty one points. It was twenty one. Twenty one points, and we are currently. I want to say we're twenty seventh in points scored. Yes. And we would be tenth tied with the Chiefs if yes. we had those twenty one points. So, but. This just goes back to, we cannot get out of our own fucking way. We are our own problem. Our wide receivers dropping balls should not be the thing we have to worry about. No, especially when you pay Christian Kirk what you did and trade what you did for Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Had the worst game I could imagine. He had a great week one. Yes. Not even a great week. He had a great first half of week one. Where he had a hundred plus yards, yeah. killer. The second half of that game, he did very little. Week two, he didn't do a ton. Drop balls. Week three, did not do much. Drop balls. Maybe had his worst game in years. Yeah. So Calvin really needs to get his shit together. He does. And this is one of those situations where it's like I have all the love in the world for him. I think he's as talented as could possibly be. But I'm not going to give him a leash here because he's supposed to be better than that. Yeah, and you Trevor. Catch the Trevor passes. obviously still trusts him, which is the yeah. most important thing. Yeah. But you got to catch those passes. He, yeah, he did. He had to catch you're that touchdown. You're a wide receiver one. Catch yeah. your passes. Or, you know, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not gonna give any leeway on drop passes. No. To him or anyone else on the team. No. Tank Bigsby, I'm looking at you. He's tried to give away give away a lot this season. Anyway, that's my had last Had another touchdown on Sunday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, he did have a touchdown on Sunday, yeah. Um, the game is about to start. Yeah, is there, I guess we can... Is, we can there, uh, is there any last thoughts you got for us? Uh, pretty much all that I have to say is that the Texans are second place in the AFC South right now. They are. Yeah. They are. Behind who? The, the Colts. Which the is playoff. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Um, I did text my Texans friends today and say that they needed to... To go into this week knowing that Anthony Richards is playing, he's playing the Rams, bad defense. The Colts are have a pretty good shot to start three and one, and he has a pretty good shot to look really good Sunday. Good. Just as I just said, CJ has a pretty good shot to not look good this week, and all the national love and attention that's hit the Texans this week is going to evaporate and go to the Colts. Yeah. And they need to be okay with that <laughs> because it does not. One game does not matter. Yeah, I agree. Oh, also, 
What? How many years is this in the road? Does this make? Does this last make it where the Texans beat Jags in Jacksonville? How six. Many, six. Yes. Okay. How and like and like, I want to say like eleven of the last twelve or something yeah. like that. Um, and so, the Jags have been better than the Texans in those in that six year span. All but two of them, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just like this is one of those things where, regardless of how good or bad either of our teams are, the Texans the Texans happen. always are going to have one win every season, and it's going to be against the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Yeah, I. May have said this on the podcast for sure. Said it to you. Yeah, had a pretty decent feeling that we would beat y'all in one of the games. Yeah, did not think it would be in week three in Jacksonville I, with, with all these injuries. My only flowers from last week is I said it. You did. You were like, "Well, you guys are gonna win," and I was like, "It's gonna be close." You're man. like, "I would not take that spread." No, I'm running from that <laughs> no. Spread. Yeah. Anyway, until we've beaten you guys like two years in a row. Yeah. Never assume we're winning that game. Yeah, this does lock in that you'll be beating us in Houston, though. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll find we'll ourselves at be, that game. We'll pro- probably be there. November, uh, oh no, it's uh, it's the weekend of Hayden's wedding. We will so not, we will be, not there. be there. But we will be watching. I can't torment you over the course of the entire weekend, though. You can. Uh, I still think that the Jags win the AFC South. I think that the Colts will give them a run for their money at this point. And I I think that it's pretty clear that the Titans are the worst team in the in the South. AFC South sends three teams to the playoffs. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um We're I just, just better. I just think it's really funny that like mo- the consensus was Jags or Titans. Some people a lot of people had Titans winning oh, yeah. the South. One of those two teams and then Texans and Colts were the far worst. Like two of the four worst teams in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And not how it's worked out. No. So far. So far. Again, three-game sample size, a lot could happen. But I, I almost remove what CJ has done from that because he's been so prolific. It takes a lot. And I will say, uh, that list that I rattled off earlier, sixth, Baker Mayfield. So there's a chance we got a Baker Mayfield. His rookie on our season, hands. great. Yeah, had the uh, had the single season touchdown record for a rookie for a year or two. Yeah, it's a, that's one of those records that's probably just going to keep getting broken. Maybe <laughs> as rookies play more and more. Um, all right, well, that's all I got for you. I think so. Do you? I mean, we got 15 minutes. I know the game started. Any fantasy thoughts? I like this kid, Jimmy Smith. I like it. <laughs> Enough. We can, we can end the podcast. <laughs> Sam's bit is his last uh, roster spot in our Dynasty League as players we've never heard of. <laughs> Although you did cut Paul Perkins. I know. I know. And that hurt. Oscar's sweating. That... He's going to go put $100 on him. <laughs> Will, no one can touch my boy. Oh, boy. Um, no, um, actual. Oh, look at that. Jerry Goff just made a big play. Sam Laporta, 35 yards. Sam Laporta's pretty Laporta party. He's pretty damn good. He's good. Yeah. Um, I'll say that uh, my only dynasty update is I was trying to tank this year and I found myself three and zero and the most points scored in the league. Yeah, your team and my team's just good. good. Yeah. So I guess I'm just gonna try and win this <laughs> this year. You have to. <laughs> so At this point, ourselves. it would be really hard to get to the bottom pick. My uh, my. Piece of advice to you guys out there, fantasy wise, is stay fluid. 
Yeah. You never know. Have to. Also, I retired Wyatt in Iron Man. You did. I was going to bring that up. (laughs) It was very funny. Oh. uh, Sam's team in our main league, we've gone over it, (laughs) is bad. We didn't even talk about Nick Chubb was my only, like, one of my only players. He went down (laughs) season eight. He did. He was your your first pick before the eighth round. Yeah. This is pretty bad. Um, But not bad enough to lose to Wyatt. Yeah. Wyatt is now the worst team in the league. Touchdown, Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm going to win this week, too, uh, against whoever I'm playing. I can't remember. Um, any fantasy thoughts from you? No. I'm 3-0 and in the main league and 2-1 and in the dynasty league, and I don't feel great about either one of my teams. So I'll, I'll tell you that much. And in dynasty, that hurts a lot more uh, because I've, I've really invested in this, in this year. Yep. In our main league, I will make some trades at some point to solidify my team, but regardless, it's it's not been my my best start to a fantasy season, I'll tell you that much. But again, Vibes three games. Wise. Three games. Got and got a lot to go. Yep. Alright. Thank you, Jimmy Smith. Gotta say thank you to Jimmy Smith. Thank you to Wyatt for being our sole listener. I'll shout out Alec, too. He was here for the majority of the time. No thank you to Jackson Wells. Yeah, not Fake here. fan. Fake fan. Uh, no thank you to Mitchell Cowart. I know that he's moving right now, so I'll give him a pass. Put it. Put an airpod in. Fair. Actually, no, no pass. No pass. Pass revoked. Pass revoked. No thank you, Mitch. Uh, sorry, Mitch. Yep. Pass has been taken. Um... Who else? Who no else? No thank you to Andre Sisko. Yeah. Thank Get you to Tank together. Dell. To, to mirror that. Thank yeah. you to Tank Dell. Uh, that guy is pretty pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. CJ pounded the table for to, for the Texans to draft him. Yep. And when that happened, I was like, what are we doing? Yep. We need a number one receiver. He may be a number one receiver in the tiniest body imaginable. I didn't hear a whole lot of talk about... Nico Collins being a true playing like a true wide receiver one this week. What happened to that talk? <laughs> I did not have any of that to say. I, I will tell you that much. There were a lot of people that had that. Mia exact Kimes thing. said it. Mia Kimes said it. It's just, I, yeah. and I mentioned it last week. I was like, "Come on, guys. Yeah. Hey, what do we know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, our last thank you before I thank my lovely co-host. Thank you to Mina Kimes, who is taking a leave for uh, maternity leave. She is about to give birth to a child, which yep. is pretty cool. Could name the child Sam, too. She there could. Are rumors. Uh, there could happen. Are, there are rumors. What would you do? I'd freak out. I'd freak out. Oh, anyway, let's get the heck out of here. Yeah, let's get the heck out of here. Thanks to Sam for being a great co-host, as always. And thank you to our listeners for coming in and hating yourselves with us. We will see you next week.